Chapter fifteen of Book two of Prior Analytics by Aristotle. Translated by Octavius Owen. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards. Chapter fifteen of the method of concluding from opposites in the several figures in what figure then we may and in what we may not syllogize from opposite propositions will be manifest thus and i say that opposite propositions are according to diction for as for instance to be present with every is opposed to to be present with none and to be present with every to to be present not with every and to be present with a certain one to to be present with no one and to be present with a certain one to to be present not with a certain one in truth however they are three for to be present with a certain one is opposed to being present not with a certain one according to expression only but of these i call such contraries as are universal viz the being present with every and the being present with none as for instance that every science is excellent to no science is excellent but i call the others contradictories in the first figure then there is no syllogism from contradictory propositions neither affirmative nor negative not affirmative because it is necessary that both propositions should be affirmative but affirmation and negation are contradictories nor negative because contradictories affirm and deny the same thing of the same but the middle in the first figure is not predicated of both extremes but one thing is denied of it and it is predicated of another these propositions however are not contradictory but in the middle figure it is possible to produce a syllogism both from contradictories and from contraries for let a be good but science b and c if then any one assumed that every science is excellent and also that no science is a will be with every b and with no c so that b will be with no c no science therefore is science example one every science is excellent no science is excellent therefore no science is science it will be the same also if having assumed that every science is excellent it should be assumed that medicine is not excellent for a is with every b but with no c so that a certain science will not be science example two every science is excellent no medicine bracket a certain science close bracket is excellent therefore no medicine bracket 
a certain science close bracket is science likewise if a is with every c but with no b and b is science c medicine a opinion for assuming that no science is opinion a person would have assumed a certain science to be opinion example three no science is opinion all medicine is opinion therefore no medicine is science this however differs from the former in the conversion of the terms for before the affirmative was joined to b but now it is to c also in a similar manner if one premise is not universal for it is always the middle which is predicated negatively of the one and affirmatively of the other hence it happens that contradictories are concluded yet not always nor entirely but when those which are under the middle so subsist as either to be the same or as a whole to a part otherwise it is impossible for the propositions will by no means be either contrary or contradictory in the third figure there will never be an affirmative syllogism from opposite propositions for the reason alleged in the first figure but there will be a negative both when the terms are and are not universal for let science be b and c and medicine a if then a person assumes that all medicine is science and that no medicine is science he would assume b present with every a and c with no a so that a certain science will not be science example four no medicine is science all medicine is science therefore a certain science is not science likewise if the proposition a b is not taken as universal for if a certain medicine is science and again no medicine is science it results that a certain science is not science example five a certain medicine is not science all medicine is science therefore a certain science is not science but the propositions are contrary the terms being universally taken if however one of them is particular they are contradictory we must however understand that it is possible thus to assume opposites as we have said that every science is good and again that no science is good or that a certain science is not good which does not usually lie concealed it is also possible to conclude either of the opposites through other interrogations or as we have observed in the topics to assume it since however the oppositions of affirmations are three it results that we may take opposites in six ways either with every and with none 
or with every and not with every individual or with a certain and with no one and to convert this in the terms thus a may be with every b but with no c or with every c and with no b or with the whole of the one but not with the whole of the other and again we may convert this as to the terms it will be the same also in the third figure so that it is clear in how many ways and in what figures it is possible for a syllogism to arise through opposite propositions but it is also manifest that we may infer a true conclusion from false premises as we have observed before but from opposites we cannot for a syllogism always arises contrary to the fact as if a thing is good the conclusion will be that it is not good or if it is an animal that it is not an animal because the syllogism is from contradiction and the subject terms are either the same or the one is a whole but the other a part it appears also evident that in paralogisms there is nothing to prevent a contradiction of the hypothesis arising as if a thing is an odd number that it is not odd for from opposite propositions there was a contrary syllogism if then one assumes such there will be a contradiction of the hypothesis we must understand however that we cannot so conclude contraries from one syllogism as that the conclusion may be that what is not good is good or anything of this kind unless such a proposition is immediately assumed as that every animal is white and not white and that man is an animal but we must either presume contradiction as that all science is opinion and is not opinion and afterwards assume that medicine is a science indeed but is no opinion just as elenchi are produced or conclude from two syllogisms wherefore that the things assumed should really be contrary is impossible in any other way than this as was before observed chapter sixteen of the quote, petitio principii close quote, or begging the question to beg and assume the original question consists to take the genus of it in not demonstrating the proposition and this happens in many ways whether a person does not conclude at all or whether he does so through things more unknown or equally unknown or whether he concludes what is prior through what is posterior for demonstration is from things more creditable and prior now of these there is no begging the question from the beginning but since some things are naturally adapted to be known through themselves and some through other things for principles are known through themselves but what are under principles through other things when a person endeavours to demonstrate by itself what cannot be known by itself then he begs the original question it is possible however to do this so as immediately to take the thing proposed for granted and it is also possible 
that passing to other things which are naturally adapted to be demonstrated by that which was to be investigated to demonstrate by these the original proposition as if a person should demonstrate a through b and b through c while c was naturally adapted to be proved through a for it happens that those who thus syllogize prove a by itself this they do who fancy that they describe parallel lines for they deceive themselves by assuming such things as they cannot demonstrate unless they are parallel hence it occurs to those who thus syllogize to say that each thing is if it is and thus everything will be known through itself which is impossible if then a man when it is not proved that a is with c and likewise with b begs that a may be admitted present with b it is not yet evident whether he begs the original proposition but that he does not prove it is clear for what is similarly doubtful is not the principle of demonstration if however b so subsists in reference to c as to be the same or that they are evidently convertible or that one is present with the other then he begs the original question for that a is with b may be shown through them if they are converted but now this prevents it yet not the mode if however it should do this it would produce what has been mentioned before and a conversion would be made through three terms in like manner if any one should take b to be present with c whilst it is equally doubtful if he assumes a also present with c he does not yet beg the question but he does not prove it if however a and b should be the same or should be converted or a should follow b he begs the question from the beginning for the same reason for what the petitio principii can effect we have shown before viz to demonstrate a thing by itself which is not of itself manifest if then the petitio principii is to prove by itself what is not of itself manifest this is not to prove since both what is demonstrated and that by which the person demonstrates are alike dubious either because the same things are assumed present with the same thing or the same thing with the same things in the middle figure and also in the third the original question may be the objects of petition but in the affirmative syllogism in the third and first figure negatively when the same things are absent from the same and both propositions are not alike there is the same result also in the middle figure because of the non-conversion of the terms in negative syllogisms a petitio principii however occurs in demonstrations as to things which thus exist in truth but in dialectics as to those which so subsist according to opinion
Chapter 17. A consideration of the syllogism in which it is argued that the false does not happen. Quote, an account of this. Close quote. That the false does not happen on account of this, which we are accustomed to say frequently in discussion, occurs first in syllogisms leading to the impossible. When a person contradicts that which was demonstrated by a deduction to the impossible for neither will he who does not contradict assert that it is not false on this account but that something false was laid down before nor in the ostensive proof since he does not lay down a contradiction moreover when anything is ostensibly subverted through a b c we cannot say that a syllogism is produced not on account of what is laid down for we then say that is not produced on account of this when this being subverted the syllogism is nevertheless completed which is not the case in ostensive syllogisms since the thesis being subverted the syllogism which belongs to it will no longer subsist it is evident then that in syllogisms leading to the impossible the assertion quote, not on account of this close quote, is made and when the original hypothesis so subsists in reference to the impossible as that both when it is and when it is not the impossible will nevertheless occur hence the clearest mode of the false not subsisting on account of the hypothesis is when the syllogism leading to the impossible does not conjoin with the hypothesis by its media as we have observed in the topics for this is to assume as a cause what is not a cause as if any one wishing to show that the diameter of a square is incommensurate with its side should endeavour to prove the argument of zeno that motion has no existence and to this should deduce the impossible for the false is by no means whatever connected with what was stated from the first there is however another mode if the impossible should be connected with the hypothesis yet it does not happen on account of that for this may occur whether we assume the connection up or down as if a is placed present with b b with c and c with d but this should be false that b is with d for if a being subverted b is nevertheless with c and c with d there will not be the false from the primary hypothesis or again if a person should take the connection upward as if a should be with b e with a and f with e but it should be false that f is with a for thus there will be no less the impossible when the primary hypothesis is subverted it is necessary however to unite the impossible with the terms assumed from the beginning for thus it will be on account of the hypothesis 
as to a person taking the connection downward it ought to be connected with the affirmative term for if it is impossible that a should be with d when a is removed there will no longer be the false but the connection being assumed in an upward direction it should be joined with the subject for if f cannot be with b when b is subverted there will no longer be the impossible the same also occurs when the syllogisms are negative it appears then that if the impossible is not connected with the original terms the false does not happen on account of the thesis or is it that neither thus will the false occur always on account of the hypothesis for if a is placed present not with b but with k and k with c and this with d thus also the impossible remains and in like manner when we take the terms in an upward direction so that since the impossible happens whether this is or this is not it will not be on account of the position or if this is not the false nevertheless arises it must not be so assumed as if the impossible will happen from something else being laid down but when this being subverted the same impossible is concluded through the remaining propositions since perhaps there is no absurdity in inferring the false through several hypotheses as that parallel lines meet both whether the internal angle is greater than the external or whether a triangle has more than two right angles chapter eighteen of false reasoning false reasoning arises from what is primarily false for every syllogism consists of two or more propositions if then it consists of two it is necessary that one or both of these should be false for there would not be a false syllogism from true propositions but if of more than two as if c is proved through a b and these through d e f g some one of the above is false and on this account the reasoning also since a and b are concluded through them hence through some one of them the conclusion and the false occur chapter nineteen of the prevention of a catasyllogism to prevent a syllogistical conclusion being adduced against us we must observe narrowly when our opponent questions the argument without conclusions lest the same thing should be twice granted in the propositions since we know that a syllogism is not produced without a middle but the middle is that of which we have frequently spoken but in what manner it is necessary to observe the middle in regard to each conclusion is clear from our knowing what kind of thing is proved in each figure and this will not escape us in consequence of knowing how we sustain the argument still it is requisite when we argue that we should endeavour to conceal that which we direct the respondent to guard against and this will be done 
first if the conclusions are not presyllogized but are unknown when necessary propositions are assumed and again if a person does not question those things which are proximate but such as are especially immediate for instance let it be requisite to conclude a of f and let the media be b c d e therefore we must question whether a is with b and again not whether b is with c but whether d is with e and afterwards whether b is with c and so of the rest if also the syllogism arises through one middle we must begin with the middle for thus especially we may deceive the respondent end of chapter nineteen of book two recording in memory of mitchell edwards